Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We'll have a quick look at the 2015 season for the Brisbane Lions. Uh, it'll be a very quick look. This could be a short one. <laughs> um, it'll be a lot shorter than their best and fairest list, put it that way. Um, and then we'll go on to have a look at 2016. Um, so for 2015 for Brisbane, they finished 17th with four wins, but not unexpected, you have to say. I don't know. What was our preseason prediction for them? Well, let's say one of us had them inside the eight. I'm pretty sure that was the winner, wasn't it? No, it was me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I had them finishing eight. I thought they'd sneak in there. Um, I'll say that they were unlucky. You know, percentage percentage yeah. cost them. <laughs> I was going to say, it was only expected after a certain round, but I'll get into that later on as their worst loss. Yep. But um, I thought at the start of the season in preseason, might have had a little bit of uh, a tickle that maybe they would do something. And if all things aligned, maybe they could do something special. But I don't think I expected them to be that shit. They had a great off-season in 2014, leading yeah. into 2015, where you know they had the max es- exodus the year before, and they sort of staved that off, and it actually attracted some stars in yeah. Beams and uh, Christensen. I don't know if it was like extra white or um, laminated, but whatever paper their team was written on looked awesome in preseason. <laughs> I liked it. I thought they'd surprise people. Yeah, I thought their midfield was solid, and that's what yeah. you need to get a winning team, and everything else to fall in place. And Anyway, four wins says that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and... Well, they have recruited some senior uh, players, so you'd expect them to do a lot better, but they just didn't. We did, yeah. yeah. Um, so, four wins. Uh, do we want to go through the best wins, or would we just cover the wins? Yeah, uh, we'll cover them all. Um, look, if, if you're a Brisbane Lions supporter, um, you need positive news, because you kind of don't have a lot. Yeah, I think two of those wins were against Carlton, though, weren't they? So, two wins against Carlton. Yeah, but fuck those it's off. a win. Importantly, uh, round six win against Carlton was at Etihad. So they right. won away from home. It was an only away from home win for the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's okay. You say you beat the Wooden Spooners twice, but that's what you should do. That's true. And, so, and I think most of Carlton were cheering for Brisbane that game so they get their draft picks. <laughs> Certainly the second time they were. Yeah. Um, which turned out to be much of a muchness anyway. Yeah. But. Uh, um, also, I think one of the upsets of the year was um, them doing the job on Port in round seven. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just that they beat Port at home. Uh, sorry, at the Gabba at home for Brisbane. Yeah. But th- they did it convincingly. Yeah, and I felt like it was a battle between biggest disappointment between Brisbane and Port for the season. And so for them to get one over Port, it kind of gave them a tiny bit of uh, credibility, which got shot down yeah, uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I think Port bounced back and beat Hawthorne the following week. So. Yeah, Port just took a while to warm up. Um, and then, yeah, and then cooled down very quickly. Actually, after. Yeah, funny enough, did you, did you see in the papers that uh, they're saying that Port haven't got a plan B, they've just strengthened their plan A, and they're going with the running game. Yeah. 
Uh, sounds like a great idea. You know right. what? I, I still wouldn't mind watching that. They're going to lose more than they win, but they'll lose spectacularly. Yeah. Uh, and let's be honest, there's nothing better than watching Port lose spectacularly. No, no I mean, true. if you're going to lose, you could at least lose in an interesting fashion rather than grind out a shitty loss. Yeah. Or at least that's my opinion, not going for the team. I was going to say. Uh, round 23 against the Bulldogs. Now, is their, their fourth and final win for the year. Yeah. There is an asterisk against it, though, um, being that Bulldogs are playing finals next week and rested quite a few players. Yeah. But were Bulldogs still in the chance for fifth and sixth? No, no, that was just a I, I of another result. They were for that weekend, but then oh, Friday right. night ended it. Yeah, uh, from from memory, I think that yeah. um, if the Friday night game went a different result, and I can't remember which Friday night game it was, yeah, um, then they had a chance, and Adelaide had a chance to jump mm. up. Right, uh, I think I think it might have even been North versus Richmond. Fucked it up for everyone. Anyway, can't remember. Um, no, possibly. So yeah, I- even though uh, Bulldogs were resting players for the finals. It was round 23. Uh, Brisbane had every rights to go home before the game even started. Yeah. Um, they almost they, did. They almost did. They were still playing for draft picks. Uh, if they tanked that game, they would have got n- the number one draft pick. But they yeah. didn't. They fought it out, uh, gave the home crowd something to cheer for. And let's be honest, if you're rocking up when you're 3-19 and 19 or 3-18, yeah. or, or and, yeah. Yeah. and you're still rocking up to round 23, those fans deserve something yeah. to cheer for. And they gave it to them. I mean, unless you're rocking up just to abuse a shit out of your team for how shit the season was. But, um, well, a Richmond supporter knows like all about a true that, yeah. supporter. <laughs> well, that's, that's one thing is that I was, I was thinking about... But you with, pay your membership. That's one thing I was thinking about with the Essendon saga, about how the, all the supporters are stuck by the club. Yep. If that was the Tigers, we would have been giving them what for fucking ages ago. Yeah. Like We would have had them accountable right at the start and none of this shit would happen. Yeah, you bastards would have microwave membership but still bought next year's. Wow, exactly. That's that way we goes. get to rock up to the meetings and give them shit. I tell you what, Jimmy Heard would have been sacked at the first bloody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> press conference. So, so You'd be I on felt, your fifth coach by now. I felt kind of proud that, you know, we stick by people like <laughs> Danny Froley and shit and <laughs> James Hurd and those can fuck off. You would have sacked James Hurd, then waited three weeks and sacked Bomber Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, Hurd had no scapegoat. If that shit happened at Richmond, fucking Dusty's on his ass. Yeah, but Herb was trying. He was trying to find one. It's the only time the person at the very top of the food chain is still trying to find a scapegoat above him. It's like, you're the top champ. Like, Uh, you got to be responsible. He goes, no, I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I was blind. I didn't know. I wasn't even there. Anyway, so when you look at the uh, game against Bulldogs, we're talking about Brisbane, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, giving up uh, that many goals in the first quarter, you just think this is the same old and this is what you expect. Well, but yeah, they gave up six goals in a row to finish off the first quarter, so it looked like they yeah. were just going to go home. And I think they did the same in return in the second, didn't they? I think they got six on the trot. Yeah, six yeah. on the trot in the second. Just yeah. about... In um, time. They kicked like uh, six goals, two. Yeah, and at this at point you're thinking, well, someone's got the MO here. I think the juniors have stepped up and they're actually doing stuff and you're not realising you're playing for draft picks. But then when you look at uh, the people who did the damage, you've got Rockcliffe got nine, 39 yeah. possessions. Yeah, like, he's just a bad killed it, did whatever he wanted to. He's done that a couple of times in his career where he's had massive days out. Um, yeah. I think he actually led the led the league in possessions a, a year or two ago. Probably could have. Like He was one of the guys back in the day that was always a smoky and super coach to yep. come up good. Mm. Yeah. Um, even Pierce Hanley was another top one of that. He got 35 touches um, that game. And one one of the guys that came a bit consistent towards the end of the season, especially when some of their stars had injuries. Uh, yeah, I feel like he was one of my improvers. I think for this year, he was their best player who wasn't a best and fairest. Yeah. Because yeah. they had a, they, they had a, there was a sneaky, few sneaky few best and fairest there. Yeah. Well, you've been trying to keep people around. Yeah. <laughs> And they yeah, get encouragement awards, door prizes, <laughs> encouragement awards. They call leadership group now. It's a bag of coke. Oh, 
Gold Coast does. But um, yeah, and then you look at another in that same match, Stefan Martin, 32 possessions, 50 you... hit outs, a uh, couple of, but got a tackle, a couple of frees. You know, he's just, he's doing everything. Uh, you know, massive talent, the bloke. He's the one bloke I would say that was trying week in, week out. Yeah. Uh, I um, saw uh, Stefan Martin play for uh, Melbourne against Essendon in a trial game about five or six years ago. All right. I thought, look at the size of this unit. He could be anything. Yeah. And I think it was maybe a little bit of being at Melbourne during those years mm. yeah. where Melbourne were just awful week in, week out. Yeah. And he never really did anything and then sort of shuffled off to Brisbane without any uh, con- concern for anyone. Yeah. I couldn't believe it just watching him. I thought, he's going to be an absolute star. It hasn't worked. Obviously, there might must be something wrong upstairs or whatnot. Yeah. Finally, he had a breakout year. And now you call him the top five Ruckman in the league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And a dangerous Ruckman. He's a mobile Ruckman. Like, uh, very similar to, like Goldstein, who's the, the Ruckman that people compare people to now, uh, and Mumford. But you're not quite as big as Mumford, I'd say. I, th- uh, I, I don't think, have the measurements on that, but they just, from the look of them running around the crowd. I, I think he's more mobile than, than those two. But Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Maybe not as polished, but... The problem yeah, is, though, you've yep. got a quality Ruckman in Stefan Martin, and you'd have to say the ability of the midfield... It's oh, pretty decent, yeah. like the upside. But for whatever reason, you can't get the ball from a quality ruckman to a quality midfield. What the fuck is going on there? Well, I mean, they had a lot of injuries on the year. Yeah, but yeah. still. But so did lots of teams, and they didn't get fucking yeah, killed. But, yeah. Their list is shallow. And that's what we've always known with them, because they've lost you know, two or three years' worth of draft picks Yeah, the, in, yeah. to the big go-home factor. Yeah. So they're a bit thin there. Um, but yeah, but they did, they did get guys like, you know, Beams was injured. He uh, played half a season and yeah. got best and fairest. Yeah. yeah. And, to be honest, probably deserved it. <coughs> but then you got guys like Christians that come in, which should add leadership to that sort of um, small mobile player, but he didn't really do much, I'd say. He was, a, he was a weird one. And he's one that sort of fell into their lap, but he was never a leader at Geelong. Yeah. No. It's all right, though. They got Bastanak this season, so. Be you know what? <laughs> I actually reckon he might do all right up there. Um, um, I've got him yeah. in my super coach team because he's cheap. <laughs> I think he'll do all right, but I don't think it's what they need. No, but he's he's somebody over the age of 22. Yeah, and he's someone that wants to go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that I think those are the, covering off, you know, their best wins. There's only four of them, but, you know, you, you got to give the yeah. crowd something. Yeah. The other side of the coin, worst losses for the year. Now, they had a lot of losses and a lot of big losses, but, yeah. I mean... When you're getting thumped by top four teams, that's yeah. okay. You kind of expect that. Yeah. Seven eighth. The double loss to yeah. Gold Coast on the year. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter which one you pick. Yeah. The one home or the one away. That's losing to Little Brother, who didn't have a great season of their own. Yeah. yeah. And and not just losing, wins. getting destroyed. Ten goals and yeah. never headed. Like you look at um, what round was it? Round five, I think it was. Um, yeah. They just got round five and round nineteen. Yeah, round five, uh, Gold Coast home game. Just kick the first. That. I don't think Ablett played that game either. Yeah, kick the first point sure. and just never went fucking back. And it's just you got destroyed. If you, once you get beaten by more than ten goals, you've been fucking around by a team that, you know, for all intents and purposes, were going to improve on the year in Gold Coast yeah. uh, and and didn't live up to it. So an ordinary side has given them a hiding. And especially for Brisbane, I think the was a round five, yeah, round, round five, round five and round nineteen. Um, the first four games were actually kind of tough. I think they had they West got, Coast, they had North Melbourne, they had maybe the Tigers. Uh, someone's played finals as well. Yep. Can't remember who it was, but um, I think this was the match where the supporters f- was it was definite that yep. they were going to be shit this season. 
Yeah. Like you can, you could make up excuses for the reasons why I lost those first four games. As a supporter, you know, you sort yeah. of kid yourself a little bit. But as soon as you got thumped by Gold Coast after the performances you'd had against the other teams, that's when you realised, holy shit, this is not going to be pretty. And the thing is, too, they had contributions from Martin, Beans, and Redden. Like, those guys played pretty good games. Yeah. Everyone else, pretty shit. Yeah. Um, Zorko bobbed his head up and got a few good stats, but you have to think, where the fuck was everyone else? Like, Adcock did nothing, essentially. Christensen bobbed up for a point. Um, and other than that, you know, poor old... Uh, Tom Rockliffe did shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, think, I think Tom got knocked out in the first five yeah, seconds. Like that, yeah. yeah, and Brent Staker didn't do a lot either. And Well, I, I think Brent Staker had a, yeah. he led the league this year in points kicked without a goal being kicked. Really? Yeah, it was only about six. But I, I th- think he, I, I, I saw that stat and I didn't bother to check anybody else. I just thought, well, yeah. yep, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> Most points kicked without a goal for the year. Yeah, um, and unfortunately... Staker did finish um, with his cue in the rack kind of thing. He got named for the round 23 win and uh, didn't take the field. It was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. He uh, took the field. He took the field well, yeah, for a warm-up. Yeah. He just wasn't out there for the first bounce. Yeah, did a hammy or something, I think. Yeah, uh, which, to be honest, is sort of... Uh, in, in keeping with his luck. As his tradition for, the, for yeah. his career. But it was good that he kept the Guernsey on just to sing the song at the end. Did he? Fuck it, why not? So, and, that, and that is great, though. That, yeah. um, when you've gone to the club and they haven't had much success and you've spent more time in the rehab than you've spent on the field, yeah. they've got to win. You can have that song one more time. Yeah. I think he's playing... Um, uh, in the Neefle, uh, yeah, or, or sure. Coachy or the Quaffle, one yeah. of their one, one of their of feeder teams, sort Doing of. Something. I think it's actually started a fitness business. Is um, it called Medicare? <laughs> I think it's called Staker Fit or something like that. Check it out. I think it's on um, Twitter or whatnot. How do you come up with that name? Yeah, I'm not sure. Must oh, have uh, been a nickname or something. Had a, he should have called it Badger Rums <laughs> or, or something like that. <laughs> so there you go, Brisbane. If you ever uh, see Badger Brent Waits. Staker out, you call him Badger. Badger uh, that's his nickname, Badger. Badger. Um, I, on their worst losses for the year as well, I also put round 16 against Melbourne. Now, yep. Melbourne obviously are an improving side. You know, they're a better side than Brisbane on the year. Yeah. But to only kick four goals against Melbourne, I don't care yeah. what the weather's like, mm-hmm. four goals. Yep. That's despicable. And the thing is, especially where after you know you're going to be pretty shit, you look at this and go, all right, I might watch this game because this is one we could we actually win. We yeah, might we've got a chance. And when you're putting in a performance like that, um, yeah, it's, it's lucky you got strong rugby league teams there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but it was a run-on performance as well. Because round round twelve, they get done by ten goals. Uh, next round against Adelaide, they go down by a couple. So you have to say, oh, you know, that's not too bad. But it's at home. Freo, they get done by you know five, six goals. Get done by six goals to Sydney. Get done by uh, six goals to Melbourne. Get right. done by eighty points we'll to fucking North. Rub it in. Yeah, they just went on a run of just getting fucking trashed. We only got four wins out of 22. Yeah. It kind of happens. Yeah, but there's some smashings there. That's what I'm saying. But, like, but smashings against teams that play finals, you can understand. They are just um, better. They're just yeah. better teams. You're going to get beaten in those games. Melbourne, for one, okay, you've only lost by you know four goals. But you've only kicked four goals. Yeah. One goal per quarter. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's a fucking torrential t- tornado going on. <laughs> Like we're saying on one of the other ones, it's a darts footy score. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you should be able to score four goals by accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're their they're worst losses uh, for the year, I think. So, um, try and find some more good news. Where are the standouts uh, players for uh, for Brisbane for the year? We've already mentioned Stefan Martin. Yeah, well, this is uh, like... We'll a, mention him again. He deserves it. It's a double-edged sword because you've got standouts that got injured 
yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. it's like Clay Beams was doing fucking fantastic, and then um, what did he end up doing? One of his knee or leg, something to his leg, I think. I think he was even going into the year with a little bit of a knee issue. Yeah, or, possibly. Or could have been shoulder. But I thought he outdid his brother. I thought he showed lots of promise. He was a bit harder, like playing yeah. different roles, yeah. but someone that. Put a lot of pressure on some of the dead weight in that team as well. Well, yeah. I think Clay's one of those guys who he, he's not as talented as Dane. Like, I don't think we can say that, but he he is certainly a, not at the minute. No, yeah. but he's a bit more rough and tumble. He hasn't let that stop his drive. Yeah, if you get what I mean. Um, and you know, those guys are great to watch just because they they are hungry as hell and they generally don't care if they die on the field. There was uh, it took Bane uh, Bane took Dane uh, Beams a little while to get used to the Brisbane way as well. He, he was quite ordinary in his first couple of games. Oh, but call, once him, he, call him Bane Deems. Bane Deems. Yep, Bane Deems. <laughs> Bane Deems. Um, but once he got going, he showed us like, because I highly rated him at Collingwood, but yeah. Collingwood, you know, he's got Swan or Pendlebury who are going to get the hard tag. Yeah. Here, it's going to be him. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought he, once he got uh, into the stride of things and, you know, maybe a couple of off-season surgeries didn't help that fact. But yeah. once he got in the stride, he was back to, you know, A-level. He was. But the problem is, though, he's then attracting the number one tag, which should free up guys like Rock, Rockcliffe, Red and Rich, all those blokes. But um, you have to say they didn't really contribute as much as you'd hope. Um, the other best and fairest they had was, uh, so yeah, Stefan Martin, Dane Beams, Mitch Robinson, and the last one. I've gone blank. Who was their fourth best and fairest? Zorko? Zorko. Dane Zorko. I, I hope it was. Yeah, no, um, I was just thinking, you didn't mention that. him and surely he was up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, uh, especially Mitch Robinson, I think they got him for cheap yeah. uh, because uh, he'd uh, run out of lives at Carlton. Yeah. Geez, you've got to be happy with his uh, output. Yeah. Return on investment. Definitely. Uh, well above. He tries 100%, and he's one of those players that, if, if he's not on your team, you love to hate him. He seems like a bit of a wanker, let's be honest. Yeah, but he seems like an innocent wanker. Like, he does stupid stuff. Like that a meathead. He can't help himself. He seems like a meathead. He doesn't understand. Like, if, if it was breaking away, you'd call him a Southie. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to him. I wouldn't go that far. Not to his face. No. <laughs> well, you could do it to his face and just Jedi mind trick him. Who said that? Not me. Oh, who the fuck You've seen that? his form at Stereotonic or whatever the fuck it was where he's swinging blows <laughs> with someone. got in a little bit of trouble yeah. with that one. Yeah. Jeez, being a dickhead at Stereosonic. Former fucking Let's be honest, line. he wouldn't have been the biggest dickhead there. No. But he fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget that, that final against Richmond where they had the, the ball oh, up on the goal square. Oh, shit, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were watching it over here and I said to Dad, I bet you Mitch Robinson punches it through. Yeah. <laughs> he went out straight, yep. punched it through for the point. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right. But, uh, that's, that's been in the rules Not for a while, one, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but you got what uh, what you wanted out of him. Um, and I'll say this on the year, he got more disposals and more tackles than Daniel Rich. Really? And that's not a bad effort. Yeah, uh, having said that... What's going wrong with Rich? Yep. yep. It's, I think it says more about Daniel Rich than it says about Mitch Robinson. Yeah. I, that kid, when we saw him break into the, into the AFL, he no could be... Stuff. And deservedly. Yep. Uh, he looked like he's ready to play a senior football. He's a big-bodied lad, runs well, gets a hard ball, reads the play. What the fuck is going on with him? He's just not coming on to be the absolute elite that he was meant to be. Well, not even not coming on, he's going backwards. But I think Jonathan Brown said uh, he is the best kick to a lead that he's had in his career. Really? And you think about it, he had Voss, fucking yeah. Ackermanis, Black. Black. Um, Jesus. Not a bad little yeah. Well, power. then what dickhead's not leading in the right place? I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe it is cohesion just in there, yeah. but he's 
you know, maybe he's got all those little niggling yeah, injuries. Yeah, maybe it's all the niggles and stuff. Maybe he needs to cut the ponytail. Because someone as, maybe so. as, as bulky and as small as that is always doing the hard in and under stuff. Yep. So that's got to build up on your joints, depending on where you played, where you grew up. Like, where did he grow up? Do you want to know? Uh, Victoria. Yeah. Right. Country or Metro? Yep. I don't know. Uh, it's like country. So soft fucks out in country Victoria. <laughs> they would have done shit, shit all damage to him. He wasn't in or around uh, dairy farms though. He would have been on the ad otherwise. Otherwise, exactly uh, right. Yeah. yeah, he was just outside of Kumiala on the <laughs> Victorian border. <laughs> so he's trying to claim Mildura. <laughs> we know, but uh, look, a good fit Daniel Rich is a freaking superstar in he, that. Happy, like no, he, he, he should be. Yeah, he's built like Jardin, moves like him. Um, uh, if not a little bit more muscular. Even. I say he's a bit, bit more stocky than yeah. Judd, but his his kicking's better. Yeah, mm. um, and longer. Yeah. So it, it to me it's probably one of the biggest disappointments on the year. Yeah. Um, especially for Brisbane, it, yep. is that he isn't that. Yeah, we should be talking about him Brownlow Medal time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, but, you know, I, maybe I, this niggling injuries. Who knows? I don't know who the, took the jam out of his donut, but fuck me, give it back. That's it, like yeah, I just don't know why. Don't have a good reason. Mind you, if at the end of the season he goes, I want to come back to Victoria, fuck me, I hope my team picks be, him up. There'll be teams yeah. lining up. Yeah. Um, Put the jam know. in his donut. <laughs> <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be plenty of teams lining up and suiting him, and then he'll sign with Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, 2015 is done. It's gone. They've got four best and fairest, which I'm pretty sure is a record for the AFL. Yeah. Um, so let's have a look. At, let's move straight now, on to 2016. Yep. If you're equal four best and fairest, do you even get a speech? Or, or do they just give you 30 seconds? All right, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Dad. Go. I think they, they get to wrap it up pretty quick, <laughs> especially when you've had the season they've had. You wonder if they do give speeches. You know, you want to thank Mum and Dad. If it, if it was Clay and Dane Beams, you're like, oh, one, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you only get one speech between you. Right, you thank Mum, I'll thank Dad. I, I love to see all four of them up there and just spud for it. It's like, no, no, paper. All right, I'll, I'll get the speech. And the winner's like, ah, oh, shit. Well, imagine next year if they have one best and fairest, because usually it's the previous year's best and fairest that does the presentation. Yeah, it, off. it could be like a relay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lap around the room. <laughs> I'd actually watch that. That'd be fun. Um, so let's have a look at 2016. Um, so list changes is always the, the first thing we look at. Yeah. So the, a couple of good ins um, for Brisbane. And we'll start with the first two. You've already touched on Bastanak yep. um, and Tom Bell. Uh, Bastanak is an interesting one because he's one of those players that's been in the best 25 yeah. at North. Is that fair to say? Well... Yes. The thing with Bastanak is he'll get the ball and he earns his own ball. He does very well. He'll do some great things and then have a brain fart when he's got space and do something fucking dumb. Uh, the amount of times you see him grab the ball, run, nice long kick, but he hasn't kicked to the lead because the lead's pointing the other way and now he's turned it over. Yeah. Um, if, if he could just cut off the last 10 seconds of every possession, he'd be a superstar. So, first options, Bassie. Bastanak to me feels like he needs two or three A-grade midfielders in front of him in, so we can yeah. learn off them a little bit. See, I, I think Bastanak, he tries real fucking hard. Yeah. He's just not as talented as hard. everyone else. Yeah, that, maybe that's what that's it is. as simple as that. In, in which case, um, I don't know if Brisbane's the best fit. No, Bastanak, well, <laughs> plenty of it. That's where you go. A uh, bit, bit unfortunate he can't be a late... Uh, late top-up player. Um, <laughs> Brisbane would probably take the trade. Imagine if the result came out before the, the draft. Yep. So, like, all the old-school people could, like, put in and just like, Aston will pick up for sure. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Bell, I thought, is a great pickup. Uh, Same. Uh, he's older than you think. So, he's been around Carlton for a little while. Uh, Carlton kept repeatedly calling him the next Kudafidis. 
Um, it turns yeah. out he's more gone on the Suvlaki Hut way than the <laughs> Premiership way with Carlton. Um, but there's there's a lot of raw talent there, but it is raw. Um, he, he's going to need some real guidance in order to get that football brain um, happening yeah. as well. I think he'll spend like probably a couple of seasons at um, Carlton, fuck around for a bit, and they'll trade him off and become a probably all Australian. So as as what happens, I mean, yeah. picking up Carlton off off. Uh, off cuts. Off cuts. Do. Yep. Um, it's been uh, liquid gold in the yeah. last few years. I was say, that, that off cut poured our steak. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, on, on that sense alone, Tom Bell, what, congratulations on 2016. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the recruits. <laughs> <laughs> you get a free crack at another team next year. And then uh, Jared Jansen and Joshua Walker as well, um, who hopefully add a little bit of depth, but you're not looking at, you know, best 10, um, even in the Brisbane side for those two. Um, on their outs, though, uh, now this has been the problems again, unfortunately. Um, after 2014, they did very well. After 2013, they lost all their young draft picks. So, yeah. sadly, they've lost um, some old and some new Yeah. Um, in this one. Um, so, let's go to the A bit headlock. of talent there, too. A bit cool. of talent there at all. Aisha, I think, was the one that stung them. Because <sighs> they'd stuck with him when he was shit. And he, and he has had a lot of shit. Well, I mean, two years, he had a good first year. And this year, he was disappointed. But uh, Sorry, disappointing. But it was the rumours all year were he's gone, he's gone, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, um, but especially to go to Collingwood, um, it hurts if you're Brisbane because they've got they've got the cash yeah. and they've got the flash and the the history and you know the, the Lexus Centre there or is it Westpac Centre? No, I don't fucking know. I think it's the Westpac Centre yeah. now. Um, yeah. whatever. whatever. People are lining up to throw money at them, and to lose to a Melbourne team is bad enough, but to lose to Collingwood, it really hurts you. I think it's even worse than that because. All the players they've lost previously have been the go-home factor. Mm, yeah. He's from Adelaide. And he didn't go home to Adelaide. <laughs> which you can understand. <laughs> yeah. But still from a Brisbane side of things, it doesn't help. Imagine wanting to go back to Port Adelaide or something. You're like, <laughs> fuck that. It's Brisbane. You've got the beaches. Like, nah. I'd take right. Christmas Island over that. <laughs> Alberton's where I want to be. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Jed Adcock, unfortunately, delisted, which I don't understand. Um, I thought, you know, you've got to keep some of your... Um, experience there yeah. and Jack Redden is the exact same yeah um, I, I just I don't get uh, especially both of them yeah why get rid of both yeah, yeah. especially when you know you're losing Lundberg at a free agency as well well yeah mm-hmm. that was always on the cards I mean there was rumoured that uh, Stefan Martin or his missus was looking at a trip back to Melbourne yeah. at some stage but they managed to um, square Just that away Lundberger I don't know got a new missus or two fuck it why not yeah, yeah. Lundberger well, I don't know if they're that disappointed yeah, look, he's he's not brilliant. He's solid. I don't even know if he's even solid. Yes, uh, I think he's one of the most overrated talents going around. Look, so, in terms of Ruckman going around at the moment, uh, maybe I'd, top ten. Maybe no, not not top ten. I'd put him probably fifteen to twenty. Like, okay, I think if you're being overly generous, you'd have him tenth. Like that's the only way I can see him in the top ten. I couldn't name ten good ruckmen. <laughs> like the, if you if you're not Goldstein, Sandilands, Martin, Jacobs, Martin, Martin, then yeah. um, you, Mumford. You're pretty much Mumford, defensive yeah. um, on bowlers, Blitzars. more or less. Blitzars, shit. You're defensive I on like bowlers. Blitzars. Yeah, I reckon he's overrated too. Uh, but I've heard a <laughs> lot of ex um, Brisbane players come out and say how good is this guy? He's going to be the greatest thing that's ever you know um, come to the game. Yeah, never seen it. Yeah. Um, and I know he's had injuries, but Look, to be honest, you lost him in free agency. I think you'd go, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, to me, it, 
sort of mimics the, uh, you know, this is a North perspective, the Hamish McIntosh. Uh, the, the upside that you'd see in flashes was brilliant, but just broken. Yeah. Yep, uh, I'd agree. That's not a bad uh, comparison. Um, besides that, you've also got um, Mitch Golby, who's uh, been let go, but, I mean, a fair to middling player. Um, yeah. he, there's no good reason to hang on to him. No. Yeah. Um, Goose Maguire, who I thought was a bit of a workhorse for him. Yeah. Um, you can't complain with what he put out on the field. Exactly. But, um, but he's just the wrong age bracket. Exactly. You're not yep. going the glue factory. Yep. I, I can't believe they let Brent Staker retire. I thought he had another three years in him. <laughs> I think their medical bills had let him retire with poor bastard. <laughs> They've gone in negatives. Uh, Sam, it, with uh, Goose Maguire, Luke McGuan's a bit the same as well. Yeah, I think their insurance is void if they start. <laughs> That's what I mean. Their, their premiums have gone up so much, they're like, nah, nah, can't insure him. Um, so let's have a look at uh, their... Run, oh, sorry, draft. We have another draft pick. Um, so that was interesting about the draft as well because they were obviously competing for the number one pick, but they always had uh, Josh Shackey pick, picked in as going to be their number one pick anyway. Yeah. Is, that, is that the official pronunciation, Shackey? Yep. It no. took me a long time to find out what it was. Well, funny enough, when I was researching today, I went to check out the list of um, Brisbane and on their official page, they had him in the seniors already. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, he's not. Well, he's, not rookie. Rookie. he's already in there. I, I feel like I've learned something already yeah, today because I had Josh Shake. Shake, shake. shake. Like you know, you got the sh sound and the ache at the end. So fuck it. He was shake. Well, uh, the first time I saw, I think I went shashi. And the thing is, it's a name that you can pronounce when you're really pissed. Well, it's easy. Shake, um, shake. Um, I, I knew I got it correct. The pronunciation because somebody went, you know, we're going wacky for Shaki. I'm like, okay, done. That's it. Got him. Yeah. But uh, they were always going to pick Josh Shackey. Um, yeah. He was there, um, the one that they'd penciled in, whereas Carlton were always going to pick uh, Jacob Wiedering. So yeah. I think if they had the number one pick, they would have got him anyway. Yeah. So um, that's why it's... Uh, even though they were competing for the number one pick in round 23, they still went ahead and got what they wanted anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, besides that, the next two picks, uh, 14 and 24, were both uh, academy picks. Um, so that's that's good. Yeah. You know, the go-home factors... You know, they're already home. Yeah. Yep. So you hope you hang on to them a little bit more. Yeah. And then after that, we have no idea who the people actually are. No, well, Reese Matheson. I'd heard of Reese Matheson. Yeah. So he was wasn't he on Australian Idol? Yeah, very close, very close. Yeah. Um, he was tipped to go late first round. Yeah. So the fact that they've got him with pick 39, so he's uh, he slipped yeah. um, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Mean, means there's probably a video of him doing coke somewhere. Um, no, St. Kilda didn't pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't gone out west. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe there's a little diamond in the rough there. You know, there's been plenty of uh, yeah. uh, Brownlow medalists that have been picked up in the 30s. Yeah. And uh, like... Uh, and traded. Like, well, no, I, I was thinking Sam Mitchell. All right, yes, lock it in. Brownlow medal. Brownlow medal 2018. Reese Mathis. Oh, 2018 maybe is a bit early. 2019 for sure, though. All right, Phil. If it's not 18, it's 19. I reckon you get decent odds. And uh, Sam Skinner, who's also from uh, Victoria. So let's have a look at their uh, draw for 2016 no Saturday uh, no Friday night games for them but that's not unexpected yeah in other words expected yeah uh, because they're competing with um, obviously the rugby league um, which has massive Friday night audiences yeah. so right. you know how we get rugby league at 11.30 or whatever yeah. on 9 go or whatever the fuck it is do they get the same with AFL in, I think so uh, no they get or all Brisbane and Gold Coast games are live right. on, if they're not on Channel 7, they're on 7, mate. Right. Um, yeah. But other games, yeah. Yeah. If, right. if it's not one of the Queensland teams. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, that's part of the, the broadcast rights. It's one of the things that the AFL put in there. Yeah. Um, so this year, 
even though they haven't got Friday night games, they did say they wanted two to host two big um, blockbuster teams yeah. um, at the Gabba. And they got that with the home game against Collingwood and the home game against Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. In rounds uh, eight and ten. So I thought uh, India were playing Australia in the T20 final there or something. <laughs> well, they didn't even get to host the T20 this year. No. Poor old Gabba. Yeah, fuck all. I think this is Hawthorne's first trip to the Gabba in like nine years. Really? Something like that. Yeah. We always play Jeez. Brisbane down in um, oh, fucking uh, Tassie. Yeah. And we never go to <laughs> the Gabba. Don't know why. Yeah. So uh, besides that, they've got a rough run. Um, their double up games are against uh, the Gold Coast, of course. West Coast, Port, Geelong, and Carlton. So that's a split difference. I think that that puts their future in their own hands. They'll, they'll get trounced by West Coast. Uh, they're still too strong. Geelong as well. And but, Port as well. See, Port is one I think they could split. They might oh. be able to pinch one. I mean, I, I know they beat them this year, but geez. Yeah, Port are up and down. And I'm, not, I'm expecting them to make... I think I've got them as making finals. But um, we'll put it this way. On a good day, they thrash everyone. On a bad day, they get pumped. Put it this way. You had Frio. There's my top four. And they're playing three of the um, teams I've picked to finish top four in West Coast, Port and Geelong. Gold uh, Coast, they should split against at least, and you'd say. And Carlton, Carlton got to win. They, they should give them a hiding. Both times. Yeah, Carlton they don't want to, to win. It's a matter of self-respect, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You cannot yeah. let that one sit. And uh, when we're talking key games for the year, I've marked down the uh, double headers against Gold Coast and Carlton. Yeah, what, round what, four. Yeah. That's what, what I've got. What would be a worse loss, Gold Coast or Carlton? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say Carlton. I, I think so too, because Gold Coast at least at least Gold on the Coast way have Ablett. Yeah, Gold Coast on the way up. Uh, Carlton, nah, they're they're playing a VFL side this year. Yeah, and I think they're going to be doing that next year as well, and just hoping that they can store the draft picks and not have the massive go home factor. Um. Gold Coast, there's still upside there, and you know they'd be given every monetary advantage and draft pick advantage under the sun. Yeah, um, sort of almost to the detriment of the Brisbane Lions as well. You know they've been giving uh, the AFL have been giving Gold Coast a lot of love. Yeah, never mind the old uh, the bad news bears up there. Yeah, well, in fairness, Lions do have a couple of uh, three flags to their name, yeah. so they got big debt to their name too. Yeah, that's true. They got a shambles going on at the board level. So yeah. always trying to uh, clean up off, off field. Yeah, fuck yeah. I have my LinkedIn up there and I just keep getting applications. I just, no, I don't want to be the chairman of the board in Brisbane. I know I, I had, any coke, right? I know I had stakeholder management as my skill, but no, just no. A bit, like, bit like some of your players' credentials. <laughs> I, I was making it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 2016, player wise, who are we looking for a big year uh, out of the lines? Well, you need a few. You just need a few of their middle players to have. Um, Above, above average yeah. years. Above average years. But as far as uh, a big showing, I want to see Clay Beams have a full season and take on the leadership role. If Clay and Dane together, yeah. it can form yeah. quite a tandem. Yeah, especially with um, Clay doing the in and under work and Beams having that little bit of pizzazz, whatever the fuck you call it. He, he can, can run. He, yeah, he can make something happen. Um, kind of like, you know, Herdy did when he was playing or when Thomas did when he was at Collingwood. Those little fuckers that just can't get them and they just managed to pull something off. Um, the brothers in ink are going to make a, a formidable duo if they can both stay fit and stay on the park. Absolutely. Um, I've also got in um, uh, Josh Green uh, to have a, a bit of a year. He's actually leading goal kicker for him last year. Was he? Which, yeah, I think he only kicked 18 um, oh, or, or thereabouts. Um, how many did he kick? You just bring that up. Um, 
But he's one of those, he's a very, um, not Peter Matera, what's his brother? Phil. Phil Matera. He's yeah. that type. He loves a goal. Yeah. <laughs> loves a goal. He got 25-12. There you go, 25 goals. 25-12 is a good return. Not That's too bad, you know, yeah. um, Two out of every three goals. When you're getting uh, a slim supply. Yeah, mm. and limited opportunities. Yeah. Um, but I think he can become, you know, like, uh, on field, a Stevie Milne type, you know? Mm. Someone that, yep. it's a small forward you've actually got to take care of. Yeah. But the thing I like about that too, he's 25-12, but he also has 56 tackles. Which, you know, that's, you want forward pressure. Yeah. yeah. It's not a brilliant amount of tackles, but it, it shows at least he's trying to chase and earn his own ball back. When I was doing the research, actually, I noticed that uh, Mitch Robertson led them in tackles. So it's good to see really? your best and fairest, or one-off, yeah. yeah. actually lead the league in tackles. But I thought that was one of the biggest differences between Mitch Robinson and Daniel Rich. Yeah. Was, you know, he's a little bit better in disposals, but like three to one in tackles against Rich. Yeah. Well, he's got double, What's 142 he, to 67. To be fair, I think close. the only thought to go through Robinson's head when he's playing is, got the ball? Kick it. <laughs> Haven't got the ball? Get, Get at it. it. <laughs> and, oh, you remember that one? He, uh, he faked the injury to go up third man <laughs> yeah, up for the ruck work? Right. Yep. Nice stuff. Yeah. Uh, better uh, move. Nice work. Another player I wanted to mention was Sauce Bottle Merritt. Oh, yeah. um, one of my favourite players, genuinely, in the AFL. Yeah, I agree. Right? I rate him pretty high. Just a bit of an old-fashioned, you know, mongrel backman. Yeah. Although he's gone... few and far between now, aren't they? Yeah. These days. Yeah. You know, the Archers or the Mickey Martins. Yeah. Almost the Mickey Martin type. Yeah. Uh, Or Justin Lepich, if you want to go the the Brisbane route. Yeah. Um, There was uh, one game in particular against the Swans. Now, I think it was Hanabry or Parker out in the wing right yep. in front of the benches who's uh, the ball's bouncing he's juggling to pick it up and Merritt's just run in left his man and cleaned him up with the cleanest hip and shoulder yep. absolutely legal knocked him ass over head and the ball's dribbled out what I loved about it was one it was legal um, two Daniel Merritt there was no um, posturing there was no Rah, stay down I fucking killed you <laughs> yep. none of that he just yep Got up, <laughs> job done. Jobbed, jogged back to his mark. He's like, "Yep, that's my job." <laughs> and secondly, on it, I think it was Kieran Jack. Like nobody remonstrated. Right. Kieran Jack went in, <laughs> and either two things, one of two things went through his mind. He's like, "Oh fuck, he's a big bastard. I might let this one go," or he just went, "Yeah, fair play." Yeah, shit. <laughs> nah, good, good shit, mate. I, I don't like that prick. It's either. like that disdainful respect. Yeah, you're like, "God damn you!" I like to think it was the second one because Kieran Jack's a hard player. He's like, yeah. "Actually, no, nah, mate, that was all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking fun." Um, I like, like I said, I like Source Bottle Merritt. There is a place for him uh, yeah. in the game, especially with all the massive forwards we've got these days. Yeah. Um, and I think he even played, you know, upwards of 90% of games, uh, game time. So with the decrease in interchanges, yeah, not going right. to harm him at all. Yeah. Might yep. harm his opponents a little bit. Yeah. So and, he could have a big lack year. of a sub. If he's in the uh, All Australian 40, I think that's a massive effort from him this yeah. year. Yeah, well, I think if Brisbane can get anyone in there, then you're doing something right. <laughs> he at least you get a go to. I think they become coach. <laughs> so, if that's who we're looking for big games from, who's on the chopping block this year? I, I want to say Rich, but I think they've pot committed with him. They have to yep. stick. Um, yep. Look, he, he's on the chopping block to be playing in the twos, but they can't get rid of him because they've they've lost so much that they can't afford to lose a bloke who could have so much upside. Yeah, I, th- I think Christensen will be on the chopping block. I think yeah, I yeah. think because of the way they've recruited and who they've had stand out uh, last year, I think he could become a clogger. Yeah, I agree. If, if they don't get if he doesn't yeah. step up or, or have to move him sideways. It is hard to say anybody's on the chopping block after they've cut 10 yeah. 
yeah. 10 in the off-season. Yeah. And they're trying to hang on to players. Yeah. And they've got so many uh, promising players, like pa- uh, Paparone, who's just uh, re-signed. Yeah. Um, Mays, who I highly oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andrews, who's been added to the leadership group, I think, as well. Um, How many in the leadership group? I, th- I don't know if they've got the 10 that Gold Coast have, but I think it's... Daniel Merritt got added this year I know that they had to convince Daniel Merritt to join the leadership group um, I'm not sure of the actual numbers but um, so I don't think anybody's really in danger but those two if anybody are because like we keep saying at the start Daniel Rich should be elite talent and he's not he's yep. fair to middling yep. Christensen I think if you're expecting big things from him you haven't been paying attention Yeah. but still he is a um, mature age talent that you've brought to the club yeah, you can't be on the fringe. Well, he's not adding anything. No, like really. to me, he, he's he's just a tiny bit above a clogger. Yeah, but that's not his role. He's supposed that's to be not really what they need. He's supposed to be the guy who's cool headed and rallying the troops when they need a, a goal. And he's not. He's making bad mistakes. He's oh, well, he had one of the worst misses uh, of the year as well, yeah, running into goal against Gold Coast. I think terrible, shocking. The worst thing is. When I think of Brisbane season, those are the highlights I think of. I don't think of any great Stephen Martin bombs from 60. I don't think of um, Rockcliffe breaking through packs. I think of the dumb mistakes they've made. <laughs> yeah, there's no McGrath moment where he fucking kicks it on his... I gotta say, the Miracle on Grass was two or three years ago. They still yeah. talk about it. Yeah. As you should. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> great. That's why. Miracle on Grass. Um, so that's... Uh, <laughs> That's their players then. I gotta say there's been a few other miracles on grass. I was gonna say should be Nick Diaz's like Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle on grass. Yeah. yeah. Um where have we got him finishing in uh, twenty sixteen? Um I don't think anybody's gonna pick him outside the, the bottom four. Um but anyway, I I've said seventeen. Um and that's because I got Carlton eighteenth and I still think that Essendon with the top-ups I've got, might finish above Brisbane. Yeah, I think Essendon players have got something to prove and they'll be hungry because they're not really players. Oh, and there's a lot of players that are, you know, they're free agents by the end of the year. See, I think we should put a documentary crew with Essendon and just call it this year's season of the recruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got them 16th and look, this, we've got them 16th or 17th and I think that's kind of uh, sticking with expectation. Then they're not, if they surprise us, they'll finish about 14th. Yeah. Like that would be above par but still below what they'd hope yeah Uh, because if you're a coach you're like yeah 14th we did well you're not a coach long no but unfortunately I think that's what he's going to be stuck with yep Um, and you can't sack the coach they've tried it it hasn't worked they just need some stability on like the back end of things for a while and then uh, try and figure everything else out well I think they've recruited Craig Lambert um, in off-field capacity for them um, who's come from rings a bell but he used to play for the Tykes, yeah. um, but he was in a oh, player welfare or something at GWS. Right. Um, so they've brought him in to try and negate this whole, you know, go home factor and try yeah. and galvanise a group and keep them together. Which, you know, let's face it, the AFL needs because um, there is no market that's hurting as much as the Queensland market. Yeah. So that's one thing I've always found funny. Like, you know, I'm just a regular bloke, but if someone paid me half a million dollars to fuck off to bumfuck nowhere... I'm going there. Yeah, but the problem is you can get, you know, four hundred grand to go off to Bumfuck or three hundred grand to stay where you are. Yeah. 
it's not a 400 versus zero yeah, it's yeah, 400 true. versus 300 type of thing and obviously the numbers are completely made up yeah and, um, and when your your entire job is to win losing sucks it hurts. so no, you, you cop that 100k to try and win especially AFL players because they're elite players they've been the best player in their leagues their entire life yeah mm. now they get up into the premium league and they're shit yeah week in week out yeah it's very easy to go find somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And and if anything, you'd want them to have at least one successful one so you start trying to cheat off each other. Yeah. You know, where if they're, if they're going to go, they're not going in state back home, they're going to another uh, expansion club. Well, it's good that they've still got Lepic there as the coach because yeah. they had that premium, um, you know, that three-peat success 15 years ago. You want to have those people around. Just remind the boys this yeah. is what it took. Yeah. You know, and Lethal's still on the board or, or on the I think, outskirts I think there. he's just hung on. Yeah, Man, you need him around though. So I don't know who's trying to kick him out, but fucking hell! I say I don't care any of these young players. If uh, old lethal stops and just has a quiet word, yeah. they're listening. Yeah. It doesn't matter what he's talking about. He might be how to lace yeah. your boots. Yeah, you, you might be listen. senile. You give him the fucking time of day because he deserves it. I want to see the bloke who tells Lee he's not welcome because that motherfucker's going down. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't that bloke. Yeah. That no. bloke does not exist. <laughs> Ron Brassie ain't doing that. Um, so this is their first year without John O'Brien as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. so. Uh, they're looking for other forward options but you know the, you still got to have those grand old stories around um, yeah, yeah he was the, the last link him and McGraw were the last link actually to the the sad part about that is he probably hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Been on a year too long. Uh, John O'Brien, absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, I don't mean playing wise. I mean head knock wise. Yeah, yeah. and he's the an absolute champion of the game. Everyone will say that. Everyone, seen everyone him play. loves John. But fuck me, the damage he's done to himself. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to yeah. find out. And I think you know, a few years time. I was going to say, and decision making doesn't get better with head knocks. <laughs> no, as the old saying goes. Um, so there we are. That's Brisbane for 2016. Um, yep. If yep. you have them finishing outside the top four, let us know and yeah. uh, prove us wrong. Outside and, the top uh, four. Outside the bottom four. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I meant. Um, the top four for a number one draft pick. <laughs> I'll tell you, if, you, if you've got them finishing inside the finals and you can find good odds, mate, you've you've known you know it. something we don't. Yeah, come to me, I'll take it. I'll take that bet for you. <laughs> what we, odds would you give? Uh, if yeah. the bookmakers in India, I mean. <laughs> All right, cheers, bye, bye.